It's probably just part of the morning routine. You, know, you get up, you go grab the eggs, you bring Churn them some in, butter. Turn that butter. Yeah, are chickens like round the clock egg producers, or is it round the clock? <laughs> Scotch. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 184 of Coffee with Butterscotch, the Game Dev Comedy Podcast, Butterscotch Shenanigans. I'm Seth, and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam, and I'm a decrepit oldman. I'm Sam, and I'm the resolution bricker. And this is a show where we Wait, talk about- Resolution bricker? Bricker. He bricks- yeah, I bricker. You gotta build him up like a house. You gotta build him up. You try to replace build the firmware? <laughs> yeah. And then you fuck it up. Yep. And then it turns into a brick. Exactly. Oh, sorry. Profanity warning. Oh, God. Profanity warning. <laughs> Hopefully- Hopefully you uh, stopped listening if you're sensitive before this. Uh, also, today is December 31, 2018, also known as New Year's Weave, where you take the threads of life from the past and year. You, say, you try to put them together into a coherent. And you try to turn it into thing. a tapestry mm-hmm. of, of improvement yes. in the future. Uh, also, before we get started with the episode, we'd like to thank our supporters over at moneygrab.bscotch.net with whose money we keep I think the it's pod- with whomst. With whomst v- money. Yes. We keep the podcast going. Mm-hmm. We also have a new supporter, Gil Amran, who said, love the podcast and your games. Smiley face. Thanks, Gil. Smiley face. Uh, he made one of those smiley faces that has a hyphen for a nose, which I'm not sure if I like those more or less. I hate them. Sam hates yeah, them. I despise I'm, them. I'm not into it. Never seen a person with a line for a nose. Yeah, but, but also the normal smiley face has no nose. So yeah, how, you know, how often have you seen that? Yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's, a little, it's a little more comforting to me for some reason than a line nose person. Mm, okay. So the jury's out, I guess, on whether- Well, the jury's very in on my side. <laughs> Sam's jury is sort of stacked. I just- uh, execution. It's something about the, the height of the face. I think that's what it is. Yeah. The that's proportion's all weird. The mouth is very wide. Yeah. And because when the face gets tall, then you're thinking, is this some kind of a tall pear-shaped head yeah. kind of a person? It's like a joker. Kind of a sort of joker situation. situation. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. put the nose in there, you have too much reference for how it gets too close to it. It's in the uncanny. That's valley. what it is. Yeah. Well, because also it's easy to forget unless you try to draw a face that your eyes are basically like right in the center of your dang head. You know, it's yep. like your eyes are in the center, and then there's forehead like for a mile, right? Yeah. <laughs> which, yep. which you really don't notice until you just really look, and you're like, "What the hell?" Like your Foreheads eyes are in the are, middle of your head. Foreheads are gigantic. So now imagine these tall ass faces because they don't have a forehead on them either. They just have they got That's the true. eyes, they got the line for the nose, and yeah. they got the mouth. Right? That means they're twice as tall as that, which is this infinite like, cone heads basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. Want, I don't. I don't look my cone head smiley faces. Smile head forehead. What if the parenthesis is actually its chin, and the hyphen is a vertical mouth? So it's like a fish face, some kind of a demon thing, sort of a that situation. Could, that In that sense. case, it's probably fine. Yeah. Yes, send yeah. us demon face is all you want. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, all right, so what's happened this past week? In the studio, literally nothing. We've been off. We've been off for the yeah. past week. It's been nice. Uh, we don't take a lot of breaks. The so last we, time we were yeah. in the studio was to record the last episode of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what did you guys do? What did we do yeah, over break? Like 10 days. I caught up on some shows. I, I played some games. Uh, I slept. I got caught up on my sleep. That's good. Uh, I did start, I did a bunch of journaling. I found this thing called Penzu, P-E-N-Z-U, which is mm. a web app for, for journaling. Is it a zoo with an umlaut or some sort of no, a R or anything? No, just a U, okay. just a lonely mm. U with no dot buddies. So it's mm-hmm. not a Penza. It's not a creepy Correct. face all of its own. In terms Correct. Of gotcha. Um, yeah, because I was doing my, you know, journaling and morning pages and stuff by hand. And then I realized I write so infrequently now. That every time I write with my hand, my hand cramps, and also I forget where the lines go on the letters. 
You know what I mean? Like you start writing and you're like, I can't, I don't know. I actually started doing this thing now where when I handwrite, I'll put a letter from a future word, the first letter of the future word into the end of the current word that I'm writing. Because I'm just so, I'm just ready to be there. I do that while speaking. Or I skip letters. You do that while speaking? Yeah. A word that I'm going to say later just appears all of a sudden. It gets in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And sometimes I I miss letters because I'll finish I'll be done with, I'm like, I'm done with this word. I don't, I don't want to write this word uh-huh. anymore. And I start writing three letters ahead and then it's over now. Yep. Um, yeah, I find that the best way to write for that reason is just use the first letter, draw a line, first letter, draw a line, first yep. letter, draw a line. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go read that. You're you trying know? to get it yeah. out. I'm just trying so to get you can just write in acronyms, really. You can write anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was writing by hand, but I, I, I kind of hit this, this crossroads where I thought this is the only time that I write by hand is journaling. Uh, so I could either, you know, keep this tradition alive and keep, keep working on my hand muscle memory and slowly cramp my way through writing a page every morning, Mm -hmm. or I could just type move into the future Mm -hmm. and abandon the idea of being capable of writing with my hands. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I'm at now because it's 2019. Yeah. It's the place to be. Yeah. So I got, so I switched over to this Penzu thing, uh, and now I'm journaling, journaling every day. It encrypts your shit and then it puts it into a, into a lockbox. That's good because that way no one can break into your room and steal your journal, you know, and open it and share it with the rest of the class. Yeah. You know? And by no one, you mean probably somebody. Somebody. Um, yeah. And it'll just be a bunch of nonsense that they can't read mm-hmm. until they hack it and then they'll read it. Is it encrypted so. using a password that only you know? Yes. Oh, that isn't stored on their servers or anything? Well, they encrypt it, and then you can also put even more password protection okay. on individual entries if you want to, or on an entire journal. Mm. So you can you can layer it deep, as deep as you want. Yeah. Well, t- too deep. And the kids these days will never know the horror of having someone find your diary and read it out loud because it'll just be encrypted, you know? Well, that's what Facebook is. I feel like there's <laughs> – Facebook is just doing that on purpose. Yeah, kids you – know? Kids these days, they don't actually understand the concept <laughs> of privacy. They don't understand what it means to have have a thought and keep it to yourself. <laughs> right. uh, that's just a cultural thing. That, that's an artifact of our time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just, shutting, just shutting your mouth and not letting people know every single thing. Mm-hmm. How you feel about the bagel you had today. All, yeah. that, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that. It's been great. I feel like I've done some good sort of mental processing about the past year and all that. So. Good. Yeah. What about you guys? Did uh, did my usual sort of resolution questing and stuff like that. So same idea. Look at the last year, sort of tally it all up, figure out where the holes are, try to patch them up for next year sort of a thing. Um, brick, you got a brick lay. Yeah, I, I laid a bunch of resolution bricks because I'm building a brick house, mm-hmm. you know, for my life. Mm-hmm. And so that was really good. But the interesting thing was I actually finished all that basically on Sunday. So within two days of being on break, I had actually done – Sort of like the really big stuff that the break was for. And so then I cycled through playing. Sunday meaning a week ago. Meaning two days into break. Yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah. And so uh, it was it was interesting because I was. So you could have done that on any weekend. Yeah, I could have done it on any weekend. Yeah, you'd have to wait a whole year. But it's interesting that you said <laughs> what the break was for. Mm-hmm. You said you finished what the break was for two well, yeah, days the, into it. So well, how I mean, did you decide what the break was for? I sat down before the break and I was like, here's what the break's for. Did you do that the weekend before that? But you just grossly misunderestimated type Yeah, I misunderestimated <laughs> everything because then I, my other goal was just to play a bunch of video games. And so I had a bunch of my Steam library and some other stuff that I wanted to kind of, you know, cycle through some of the platformers to see new stuff for Levelhead and, and uh, none of them quite actually grabbed me by the face, mm. which is 
what I usually and look for. And you tried for. an Oculus. That would be <laughs> – every single game would grab you by the face yeah. at that point. Yeah, even um, if the game sucks. But, yep. uh, but yeah, so it was, a, it was a really good break, but I, I found a few uh, new games I liked and also just kind of – just from playing some of the, the games that are out now, um, got some more ideas. Mainly actually just for effects and stuff. Not even – nothing big in terms of like designs or anything, but just – just little sort of things I was noticing that, that certain games do. I played the new Super Smash Bros. And there, if you watch their ready screen, because they have that, you select your fighter, right? And then it's like ready. And then it shows this, it sort of like diagonally is popping out from the from the back the back left of the screen, if you can imagine that. So it kind of feels like it recedes into space. Hmm. It says ready in these big letters. And then when you hit it, they like, they spawn like a darkness at the back left corner and then they sort of blow it out to the right so it just feels really really dynamic and fun i can't picture any of that i'm trying <laughs> i don't can't picture anything just look at yeah. it. <laughs> i do have that handicap yeah look it up on youtube so it's just that sort of thing i was just I, I feel like i've just been trying to pay a little more attention to how people are doing some of these polish points because we're kind of getting to that level with uh with level head so yeah pretty excited to bring that into the new year but you yes have- how was it for you? Uh, I've mostly just identified some problems, but I have no solutions yet. Mm. So that's kind of that's kind of where I am. I'm, well, I'm in step the, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the problem space. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's still 2018, so I mean, that's what you have one day. Yeah. You got a whole day to figure I got that a shit whole out. Day. Well, that, that actually was my <laughs> plan. I was actually gonna, last night when we got got home. I uh, went to Grinnell to visit our dads. When I got home, that was my plan was to sit down and and, do and do that. But I felt so terrible. Driving from driving. Yeah, I had the same. I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna make my plan for the week." Blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I went home and went to bed. I came <laughs> home and, then, and, our, and then my cat was just screaming. Mm-hmm. No, so this is what she always does every time. Every time we've been gone for a while, it's like I assume she actually just doing this all day while we're gone, just like wandering the house screaming. Right. And it takes her a while to figure out that we're home now, you know. And so and it's fine now. And maybe fine. she's using. Maybe she has sonar. You know, maybe she's like a bat. Yeah, she's trying to find us. Yeah. Well, I mean, she'll. She'll see us. Like we'll lock eyes and then go around the corner and start doing it again as if she's forgotten. They're like, gone. <laughs> so we had to get over that phase too, which took a while. Um, and uh, and then by that time, I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read a book and go to bed. So, so you kind of have this constant, almost like a fire alarm, kind of screaming in the yeah. background. Yeah, that's that's gonna burn you out real quick. <laughs> yeah, see that. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think she has recovered now though, so yeah. that should be fine. Um, well, but yeah, so when we get today after we get done with the podcast and and I get him back home, I. I'm going to actually sit down and start making some plans. But I love it. There's just kind of a, you know, we've been in the studio talking a lot about what we want to do next year, uh, which we don't, and we don't know. So we're not going to talk about it here because we don't know what we want to do. Uh, but so that's also, I have, to, I have to try to figure out there's like myself and there's the studio. There's mm-hmm. what I want for the studio. What I want for myself inside the studio. What I want for myself as a human being Generally, unrelated to the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to figure out just what all the parts of those are that I really care about and want to tackle because there's actually a lot of it, and, uh, and I don't think you need to know the answers. You don't need to say, I definitely want this to happen or to be mm-hmm. this person or whatever. It's mostly just about uh, kind of identifying some next steps. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I, I, I just need to play with that stuff in my brain pan and figure out what next mm-hmm. step. Brain yeah. pan. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, sift for, sift for gold. Yeah. So then, so for new, for next year, so you don't know yet. So you're kind of, I do not know, figuring it out. I, my plan is I'm going to set some general targets mm-hmm. of things to work toward. Uh, so last year, I think I, I did the goal fog thing, which is like learn piano, mm. which is not a doable thing. And so right. be able to play this song right. by yeah. this date. Right. Yeah. right. Which actually, I think it's a fine goal as long as you approach it in the right way. Yeah. 
Um, cause that, cause if you're not, if you're not thinking about it as a goal, but more as an activity, mm-hmm. right? Cause that's what it is. Right. You're just going to be learning this thing. It's more like a header, but it's not, piano. And yeah. Then you, yeah. It's not something you can never check off. Right. Um, but then you still so, shouldn't be learning piano. It should be practice piano X hours a week or right. whatever. And so, so I, I realized though, that no matter what the goal is, it doesn't matter if you don't have good practices around working toward goals. Correct. So instead of all that, I've got a couple of lo- like vague kind of loose targets. And instead, my plan for the year is uh, every Sunday, do weekly planning mm-hmm. and do uh, morning pages every day. Because if I do those things – right. Those then, are the atomized pieces. Right. At the those are the foundational pieces that I hope keep me on track and yep. keep me thinking about whether I'm doing mm-hmm. shit right. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the making your bed every day. You know, it's it's establishing a good foundational framework of habits. Yep. So that's gonna be my focus. Yeah. I think it's I mean it's the thing a lot of people do, I think, is the the planning phase is so exciting because you're like, oh, next year. You're I'm envisioning gonna, all the how I'm great gonna it's going to be. <laughs> and it's like, well, maybe just focus on the literally the bottom thing that you need to be doing. You know, that yeah. does bring us to the theme for the year. That's true. You know? Yeah. So we had a lot of discussion, uh, you know, amongst ourselves this past week. We saw some discussion in the in the podcast channel in the Discord. And what did we decide? Well, so so the top contenders was twenty refined teen. Uh, which was suggested by Jim Grimley slash Gabe in the Discord, uh, which is a good one because it's sort of like keep keep getting better, keep uh, working on stuff, mm-hmm. trying to improve, right? Refine everything. Um, and then we have something like Twenty Climb Teen, which is sort of keep moving up, mm-hmm. right? And then the one that we had from last week was Twenty Grind Teen that we all kind of liked the most. Uh, and Twenty Grind Teen was like. Just get shit done. Mm-hmm. You know, buckle down and do it. Buckle down and sharpen your nose. Sharpen your nose. Mm-hmm. So what do we think? Well, we had a, like a 40-minute discussion before the podcast started about this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we settled on 20 grind teens. That's it. Though we know that to many, perhaps most people, mm-hmm. that sounds negative. Because it's, it's a grind. It's a grind. And that's, that's actually part of why we chose it. Yeah. Because we need you. To reframe in your brain, mm-hmm. what does it mean? The concept of a grind and that it that is negative in, in a in a game. Even we talked about this quite a bit this year in the on the podcast. In a game, sometimes you need the grind to make the other stuff exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And in life, sometimes you need the grind because that's the only way things get done. Yep. And, and if you're so thinking about it as a bad about. thing, then you're not going to yeah, get you're shit not done. Get anything done because the, the moment it gets boring, if you're like, I'm going to go do something else now, or if the moment it gets hard, you say, I'm a dumb idiot. I can't mm-hmm. do this because then you stop. Right. Uh, then you never, you just never get to finish anything. Yeah. So, so this year it's all about the, and also we're in that stage of level head right now where yeah. it's also all about the grind. Yeah. yeah. And so it and just you, feels yeah. very appropriate. If you think you can learn a new skill, if you think you can create a giant project without the grind, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Yeah. So this year is about learning to love the grind. Yeah. Buckle down, get shit done. It's 20 grind team. Yep. Love the grind. Love yourself. Yes. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. All I mean, right. But on that note, if, if when you're making your New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. you should be making your New Year's grinds. Yeah. Mm. What am I going to be doing just to the max yeah, all because the time? It, unless if, if, any, if none of those things end up being a habit, you're not going to do them. You're not going to finish those things. So I want to speak about something interesting on this, which is that my, so my wife was completing a, a commission for her painting uh, this past couple of weeks. And ended up basically needing to put in literally all of her hours, 
all of her waking hours had to be going at this painting because it, it was a huge painting and had a lot of small things in it. So there's just like an infinite number of things to do. And she started waking up basically earlier and earlier over the course of like three weeks. And by the time it was done, was working, was literally painting at the easel seven to like seven, if not a little bit longer mm-hmm. every day with a little bit of break to eat something. And of course, you know, she started feeling like she was a crazy person by the end of it because it was kind of a lot. So you don't want to do these things for uh, ever. But um, it was really interesting because the day she finished, uh, you know, there's this big like, oh, yes, like this big sense of relief. And then the very next day she wakes up. We uh we make some breakfast and stuff and we're chatting and then she's like, I kind of feel like I need to paint today. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. because essentially it built this habit that was so powerful. Actually, yeah. Well, and it and it forced you to get over the whole idea that this was work and this was something you don't want to do yes. and that this is something that sucks and all. I mean, and we did this as we were building the studio. Yeah, we worked a crazy amount. Yep. Um, and I mean, and we still work a lot, but it's not. It really I've generally like been most. working eight a.m. to seven p.m. Uh the past month so mm-hmm. it's still we still work we still, we still work a lot but but it still isn't like those first those first couple of years yeah yeah, um, yeah where it was just i mean every every single weekend every single day i would wake up i would start working and then i would go to bed go to bed yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and and, that, and and i mean i did that before that too when i was in grad school and, and all and and like and even before that and that was really what set me on that path of just really loving the work and it was it was by just just leaning into the grind. Well, we've had an interesting discussion about this, which is that the reality is that you don't like things that you're bad at. Yeah. So the grind is just you getting to a point. You have to grind through that early piece so that you can actually be good at the thing, which then allows you to just enjoy doing it. So mm-hmm. like this has happened to me with the art practice. I It's happened with our game making stuff. The better you get at it, the easier it is just sit down and start doing it because you know something good's going to come out and also because you start finding it fun. But up yeah. until that point, like that's what I mean with the piano practice. It's the same thing. Where yeah. It's like the grind is just that early piece where you have to just do it. And if it feels like a grind, that means it's probably really worth doing. Yeah, probably. Because yeah. you suck at it yeah. or it's really hard and you're learning a lot or whatever it is. Or it's worth improving your processes to make it a little bit less of a grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll still have to get done and it will still be a grind yeah. so you can reduce it. <laughs> yeah, so when you identify something as a grind, it means it's just a thing that's got to get done uh, or a thing that can be – done better if you just think about it a little bit more but but in all cases there's it's just a thing you have to do mm-hmm. but I, th- I like the idea of a grind though because it's focused on on habit and getting into that zen state where it's just you and the work it's just you and the work this is the thing that i gotta do and, and when you're in the grind it's it's less about discovery of, of your capability and more about just practice of the capability that you have with mm-hmm. the sort of slow improvement that comes along with that but that's where you get to kind of get into this nice little uh mental zen state where you now, just there is one downside of the grind which is that phonetically it should be pronounced grind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. So that's but there's something- already a word G R I N N E D pronounced that way, and so you know the the word the word rules peoples. Mm-hmm. Well, so I that. think they don't really the word rules peoples don't really care if multiple words sound exactly. No, no, the same. not in general, but they did in this case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> just some weird <laughs> specific thing. They're you like, know, we can't have this. Those maybe maybe people. the normal word rules people were off that day, and then the next day they had a temp. Filling in, uh-huh. and they were like, "Oh, grind, grind, grind." Yeah, okay, we got Good enough. Yeah, move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. so is a, is a grind related to a rind in some way? Uh, yes. Okay, there's cool. just an extra G in there. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it is how they're related. Yes. Uh, also, over the break, we played "Slay the Spire," mm-hmm. which I want to talk about for two reasons. One is fucking great. Yeah, and the other is it has an interesting backstory, which Sam knows 
more about. Yes. So when well, what what is Slay the Spire? Which probably yes. Yeah, so Slay the Spire is a roguelike deck building game, which is sounds very weird because the whole idea of deck building is usually that you get to keep all the things that you've been building into your deck, which are cards, right? So then, yeah, usually in a deck builder, you also you you design out of all the thousand cards you have, you design all these custom decks exactly. that you bring to different so situations. Magic the Gathering, Hearthstone, mm-hmm. yeah. Pokemon. So the twist on this one is that you basically don't actually design the deck because it disappears every time you lose the game. And so we design it, but you've only got the one. Yeah. yeah. And so as you as you build, as you complete more battles in the game, then you get more cards and you sort of sl- you're slowly over the course of like a run up the spire in this case. Um, then you collect more and more cards. You build out more and more of a cool kit. But each time you die, the whole thing disappears. And so then you have to start over, uh, which maybe on its face sounds kind of counterintuitive as a fun thing. But the reality is what it does is it, it to me, is it, it removes all of that uh, sort of, to me, kind of just tedious overhead that comes with deck building and replaces it just with the fun part of having a cool card game, which well, is the randomness. an enormous ba- amount of balance issues. Yeah. You know, because if you have to, if people can build an ever evolving, like very specific deck that does something super, super well, uh, then that only works in a handful of contexts. I mean, as a game designer, you have to have to you have to design the context in which these different design decks could work, and it's very easy for players to come up with strategies that just completely crush everything right. the designer came up with. And you know, it's all- the thing is, you could still come up with those strategies in this case, but you have to rely on luck to yeah. be able to sort of right. fulfill them a little bit. And sometimes you'll come across opponents that just completely mitigate whatever mm-hmm. strategy you had. Yeah. And well, there's other there's a couple other cool things about this. One is it's not a PvP game. It's not player versus right. player. Which so so far most other deck building games I've seen focus mm-hmm. on player versus player, which means the cards have to be balanced against themselves, the cards. Yeah. like against all this, the same mm-hmm. shit. So that's kind of a weird thing. Um, and then also your opponents don't use cards. Yeah, they're you're, monsters. They're doing their own thing. Yeah, you're fighting. You're a you're a character, and you've got all these different abilities. You're fighting monsters, and the the different kinds of monsters have. Like they've got some AI and they've got moves that they do each turn. And as you fight the different kinds of monsters, you start to learn what they're capable of and what kinds of things they're going to do. But they are not playing cards. They're not showing you their cards. They're not using the exact same moves as you. Um, And so it actually really opens up the game uh, on the side of the cards for having all kinds of really zany combinations of things that can yeah, happen. Yeah, it it's a very smart design move because essentially, yeah, what it, what it lets them do is, like you said, because you don't have to balance them against each other, you can do all sorts of just zany stuff. Um, and you, you don't have a lot of this blowout that usually happens with with card games. So so it's, it's a very interesting game. So I did my usual thing of, you know, I'm going to go read about it, see what's going on. And uh, a number of things I thought were interesting. One is that we learned that they used uh, Heroku, which is a web is it a web app thing. It's uh, Heroku's, it's basically... It's being able to spin up a server that somebody else is running, you right. know? Um, it's just uh, – it's one of many services that do that where instead of you having to run a server yourself, you can just do right. it there. So, and, then, and Heroku makes it very, very easy to to do that, especially like if you want to like run a Python app or a Node app. They have all the infrastructure in place where instead of you having to go now set up a server, even if it's theirs, and like program it and tell it how to run all those things or whatever, you just basically say, I want a Node server. Here's my program. Right. And then it just runs it, goes, it for you. Right. Yeah. So – so they use Heroku to build a basically a balance dashboard because the game's in early access. I think it goes into 1.0 next month or maybe this month. It's very exciting. But um, in early access, the big question was like, okay, we have all these cards. There's like 250 cards. How the hell do you balance those? 
of course, as a designer, you can't necessarily get insight into every single combination of how these things are going to come together. And so they built this back end that basically lets them watch use of the cards to see like are there things people just literally don't ever take, you know, or things that they always take that you need to sort of keep an eye on. So there's some really interesting stuff there. Uh, and then on top of that, in in early access, they had a really interesting sort of trajectory. We've been just looking at like how games launch and, and you know, things to look out for and that sort of thing in the studio with Levelhead and things that maybe we can do better. Because one of the things we did not do and that Crashlands really didn't permit that much was, you know, using influencers in a big way. Because Crashlands is basically a really chilled out solo game. And so there's not – it's maybe not – it's not as fun to like watch someone stream it because there's not a lot of action happening. And so uh, Slay the Spire, interestingly, for its first like two weeks in uh, when it launched in early access, didn't really actually get any traction at all. And then uh, – and they were the ones who handled their own PR and stuff. So they sent out keys. They did all this stuff. Now, to, be, to be fair, the art style of the game is a bit rough. Yeah, it's a little rough. It's a painted style, but it's a little yeah. rough. And so, so it's not exactly sort of leaping out uh, in the Steam store as a standout triple exactly. I kind of a game. You know? And so uh, someone in China, a Chinese streamer, picked it up two weeks in and then apparently the game just like like just sort of it just flew off the rails at that point now they i mean they're sound like bonkers so i don't know their subreddit has almost forty thousand people yeah in it. it's Dang. crazy yeah. <laughs> and you can see it. the thing is like the game is really good but it's one of those things where if you're just looking at it through the steam store without necessarily any reference for you know reviews and that sort of thing like those early early buyers you probably wouldn't buy it because the art is oh, i overlooked it quite a few times oh yeah actually yeah, i know i've seen it a lot of times yeah. in the store every time i saw it i'm like Ugh. Yeah, well, every time, well, like we talked about, it, I mean, people buy games actually largely based on the the art and the visuals up front, and then you know, if you have an influencer, that's where you can actually get someone to buy the game. I think because of the game, yeah, and so that's yeah. essentially what happened. And if you get enough success, then people tell each other about it. Yeah. In the same way that these two guys are now telling all you listeners about this yeah. game, right? Exactly, um, because it was really good, and and it causes it causes you to want to share that experience mm-hmm. with other people. Um, you just gotta, yeah, we talked we talked about this a lot. It's like, oh yeah, you can. And we we're looking at different design choices they made too, and things they didn't do that we mm-hmm. that we thought were were funny. So I know I was watching Sam and Seth play a bit and saw Seth get to the end game and beat the final boss, and then I was expecting something really big to happen, and then just a little button came up that was like proceed, proceed, <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and I was like the. Well, and then what? there's then you know, there's this big uh, heart thing dangling from the ceiling, and you stab it a bunch of times. I'm not quite sure what that means. And yeah, then it's over. and then some numbers yeah, come up, whatever, and, and that's really it. But there was no, there was no feeling of celebration, you know, that you mm-hmm. had that you had done this one. And it took, you know, Sam said it took him seven hours for me to do it the first, the yeah. first time. He taught Seth a bunch of stuff, so it only took Seth a few hours. Um, but even like, it, but it's a, it's clearly a big achievement. And from as a game on a game design perspective, it feels like a lot of moment. juice should have yeah. gone into that moment, and it didn't. And then we just kept, we kept on making the joke as we were seeing these things. It's just like, well. If you make a good enough game in terms of just gameplay, yeah. then you can get away with not doing this stuff. Absolutely. But that that all that always comes back again to if you can get someone to play the game in the first place. Yeah. And that's the trick. Is either your visuals have to be spectacular so people just want they just want it. They want to get into that world and see what it's about. Uh, or you have to somehow otherwise convince them mm-hmm. by having them convince each other in yeah. some way. Yeah. So everybody should play this game. It's good to think. And and it's also got that even if I'm not really into deck building games, um, but I'm into this one. Yeah, and, I, and I think, one of those. yeah, and I think uh, it has a, this really approachable aspect to it where your starting deck has only four different kinds of cards in it. Mm-hmm. You've got, you got five attack cards, five defend cards, and then two kind of slightly quirky cards that do something interesting. So you start out with this really simple set of things that you can do. And so there's no, the learning curve is very easy, you know, because then as every time you defeat a monster, 
you you get presented with three cards and you pick one mm-hmm. and then you defeat a monster three cards pick one so you just very you just build up your deck one card at a time and because you've decided every single card that goes into it then it's very easy to build that deck and there's no weird uh convoluted card management system mm-hmm. that goes on like you just have what you have and it's That's very it. easy yeah. to get into so yeah and um, then if you like that there's a board game called clank that has a, yeah. a remarkable degree of similarity to this one as a you know as a physical board game that my wife and i really really like so i can't recommend that one enough it's, it's a similar sort of pve deck building kind of kind of game except uh, all players are playing against each other but not with their card decks with their card decks are playing against the dungeon they're crawling through but then only one of the players can actually win in, mm. in the thing so clank clank cool with slay the spire mark. slay the spire and clank yeah cool. sometimes it's good to play just a nice physical board game. yeah it's super nice and look at people with your human eyes yeah. into their human eyes yeah it's good it's a good thing to do All right, let's get on some questions these questions come from our listeners over at podcast.bscotch.net. If you'd like to get your question onto a future episode, you can go there. And then maybe it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be, maybe it'll happen for you. You know, maybe, maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe, maybe it's going to happen. Maybe it's not going to happen. I don't know. I don't know, guys. <laughs> Is that the question? <laughs> First question. I was, I, was, I was turning into a Family Guy skit. Yep. Yeah. Five I wanted minutes. to see how long I could make that go before you guys got enraged. Got enraged about it. All right. 12 first, seconds. first question comes from Dead Earth Man. Have you ever been in a public place like a coffee shop and heard your butterscotch shenanigans splash screen jingle? What was your feeling? It happened to me and it was a freaking amazing. I wanted to hug that kid, but that would be weird. <laughs> Way to resist that impulse. Yep, definitely. Yeah. That was wise. Yep. Uh, have you got, yeah, have you have you seen someone playing in public? I don't think I have because I think in, in most places, of course, people don't have their sound on if they're being responsible yeah. human beings. This is, it's clearly this was a kid. That's you know, why so I'm I kid. this kid. Kids mm-hmm. aren't responsible. That's probably why I had the music. That's on why it, it happened. Yeah, um, but in other cases, you know, people. It's impolite to look at people's screens, so you don't know what they're doing. But their yep. screens are never facing you anyway, so you would have to really work at it. And then everybody has a headphone up or has their sound off. Yeah. So I've I don't think I've ever experienced. Seeing, I don't think I've seeing one of our games in the wild. Yeah, like actually seeing or knowing that somebody was playing one of our games. But that is the idea with the with the jingle and also with the merchant stuff is the 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 problem that we have, which is that our people who like our games out in the wild uh, can't find each other because yeah. it's such a private experience. <laughs> so, so I'm glad that you heard it and so that someone you know maybe we need to make get some feeling. phone cases in the merch store. Maybe we should because people don't like. I know I don't like to put stickers on my phone mm-hmm. or. It, it just feels too permanent of a of a but a case you know? a case is fine yeah case just mm-hmm. snap it on there but if we had some we would have to use something like Zazzle because they'll they'll print it onto any phone case but well, the problem is there's so freaking many phones there are a lot but even but if we only did a, a handful of the most like the most popular Android or two yeah. and the most popular iPhone or two mm-hmm. and just and left it at that I think they I think they do a pretty good job printing onto. Like hard physical thing. They don't do a very <laughs> yeah. good job with t-shirts. Oh, yeah. But with like we got mugs once and those were pretty good through through Zazzle. Yeah, a little pricey, fine. but yeah. Yeah. That might be a thing. We may need to explore. Yeah. I mean, but this whole idea of how do we help people signal. Yeah. Because it is so interest. fun to find someone who likes the things you like. Yeah. That's what it's all yeah, about. Because when it comes to things like t-shirts and stuff, which uh, – because I, I, would, I would buy other things before I would buy a t-shirt related to mm. you know some company that I wanted to that, – that I was into. Um, and I, th- I think things like being able to somehow showcase like 
really good art or your favorite character or whatever uh, in a, just a little bit more subtle of a way that doesn't determine your dress code. You like know? an eyelid tattoo. Like an eyelid tattoo or just an eyeball tattoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with an eyeball tattoo is every time you blink, you can't see it anymore. Right? Yeah. That's why you also it. get the eyelid tattoo. Yeah. You have to do both. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same. It's tattoo. a, com- it's a complimentary. Yeah. Um, Thing. You could also just get contact lenses. Ooh, you could. You, you know like. how you can get those things like those. You can get a popsicle. Remember doing this as kids? You get a popsicle stick and you put like on both sides of it. You put a different, slightly different picture, and then you just like spin exactly it in your hands. It's called so thaumatrope. A thaumatrope. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a thaumatrope. What the hell so are you, you guys talking? You could do that with your eyelids. <laughs> you could do that with your eyelids. Yeah. And then you could blink super fast and then have an animation. Yeah, you could do two yeah. frame animation. You go like this, and then it could be something. You know, it could be so. Oh. I guess the people couldn't see me blinking rapidly just there. I know they could right. here, but <laughs> I feel like our fans would really be into this. Yeah. You know? uh, just getting those needles stabbed into their eyelids. Absolutely. And, and who wouldn't be wearing the contacts and everything. You could turn your eye and do the thalma trip. Yeah. We could also do stuff like, you know, if our if our fans want to signal to other other players, like, yeah, I'm playing a butterscotch game. We could have a thing where maybe like when your character dies, your phone melts. You know, mm. so that way, if somebody sees you playing your phone and then all of a sudden you get third degree burns on your hands, like, hey, that's that a butterscotch fan. Uh-huh. I mean, our, our games kind of already do that with how fast they consume batteries. That's true. We just need to turn it up just a little, a little bit. bit more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could also install, uh, you know, some sort of one of those, was it root kit? Yeah. You can install a root kit device so that yes. it actually, so that when you when plant it plays, the phone, it, it grows into a full well, that. Yeah. yeah. You, you plant it on the ground, turn it into a butterscotch tree. Yeah. But also, uh, when you, turn on any one of our games we just force your volume all the way to the max yeah that's a good idea just for the jingle part and then let it go back oh yeah it. yeah actually we could have it because you can ask for permissions for all kinds of stuff when people install it so I presume because uh-huh. alarm you know alarm apps can ask for permission where they can supersede mm-hmm. your system uh, volume the system volume right yeah so if we put if we just sneak that permission in there just mm-hmm. sneak it and in swap the alarm sound with the jingle yeah and we only use it for that though so yeah. like so it'll, the jingle will go on and it'll go back to mute but just deafeningly game. loud, and it'll yes. ignore yeah. uh, it'll ignore the headphone jack. It'll also just oh, ignore yeah. the physical limitations of your device. It's it just, in just, reality, yeah, it's just going to scream reverberate the, through time and yes. space. Yeah, that's a that's Root a, kids can do that, right? You can do that. Yeah, well, I assume so. <laughs> that's an advanced permission is to allow your phone to broadcast sound waves through time mm-hmm. and space. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do that. I feel like that would probably get the job done. Yeah, I think so. Next question comes from Retro Banana Man NL. What do you guys eat for breakfast? Ooh, I had nothing. I don't know why he said it that way. It's pretty weird. weird. Is it weird or is it awesome? Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fine line. So, like any proper millennial, um, Sam avocado, avocado toast. Avocado toast. <laughs> he, my wife is all about it. He, they she take three pictures it. of it. It's a super. We food. don't take any pictures of our avocado toast. I've I've seen your Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? I don't even have. <laughs> Wait, I do actually. But I think you've seen just, Instagram? There's just some zoomed in pictures of bugs on it. I just think they're so cool. So bugs uh, are pretty neat. They're pretty neat. Are they sitting on avocados? <laughs> I wish. So well, you know, I don't wish because then they'd be avocado bugs, and I don't want that. That's, that's, that's shit. So good. I mean, if they're just hanging out there, it's probably fine. Well, who knows? I don't know what they're doing with avocados. Can't trust them. You can't hang out around what if avocado. They are, and eat it. What if they're protecting bugs? What if they're protecting the avocados? You know, from yeah, are they assassin beetles? Mm, are they? I are see. They praying but who are they protecting them from? Spiders. Okay, spiders love avocados. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I. Uh, Either that or uh, sometimes nothing. I'm Avocados doing, do kind of look like giant spider butts. 
You know what oh I mean? yeah, they do. They do. That's probably why spiders love them so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like mm. they're like ooh, look at that, <laughs> look at that yeah. giant spider. This <laughs> <laughs> is natural attraction. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, either that or just some oatmeal or nothing. So sometimes I do intermittent fasting. So instead of eating immediately upon waking up, I wait until like you know lunchtime or something after not uh-huh. eating for the evening. So just kind of keep keep my wits intermittent away. fasting is a is a funny name for a thing because anytime you're not eating, you're fasting. I know. So it's so kind of just, just I'm always I'm, I'm intermittently <laughs> fasting right now. Yeah, it's, it's more, true. but it's yeah, it's, it's a little bit more. It's long form intermittent fasting. Yeah, you know, it's medium mittent. Yeah, here's a question about what oatmeal. The hell does how, did, mean? <laughs> how did oats win the breakfast war for which meal people eat? I'm sure it was just a marketing thing. The more I've learned about even cultural traditions, I'm like, someone just marketed this and now here we are. Well, because well, I it was be a honest. combination of marketing and lobbying, presumably. I mean, you got to be honest about oatmeal. It tastes like nothing. It does. You literally and have, it's just carbs. You have to put stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't I, just have probably a, a better, more general question that would get at this is why do we have dessert for breakfast? Right. Well, because apparently our options are pancakes, which taste like nothing, yeah. and oatmeal, which tastes like nothing. So you and have the only to put way sugar to on the only them. way to wake up in the morning and feel something is to cover that shit with Cool Whip sugar, brown sugar. Well, we could have, you know, we could have ended up with savory ones, you know, where you put meat in there and some spices. Well, mm. that's where eggs come from. Also, how come egg landed in the morning? Oh, I know why eggs are breakfast food. People go out, get, yeah, because pick, chickens, pick yeah. up the eggs from the chickens, and exactly. then just make. But it's the chickens convenient. will just keep sitting there. You can go get the eggs at any time. Yeah, but you want to get them, you know, super hot. You want to get, get them fresh. fresh. Yeah, but, do, but do they do they lay them at night? I don't know. I don't know what chickens. If, do. probably, yeah. if they're super fresh, you just need to be out there watching. It's, it's probably just question. part of the morning routine. You, know, you get up, you go grab the eggs, you bring Churn them some in, butter, turn that butter. Yeah, are chickens like round the clock egg producers, or is it round the clock? Right. Well, so, <laughs> so this is one of those traditions that probably that people think of eggs as a breakfast food for a reason that used to make a lot of sense mm-hmm. and now makes no fucking sense. Yes, which you is you could eat you, you could eat eggs for lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner. They're a great food. I used yeah. to eat yeah. eggs for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. That I still my, do. That was my like. I have yeah. my money. For and it's that's a, still it's my, a, that's my go to evening. So in the evening, if I get home and then I don't want to make dinner, my wife doesn't want to make dinner. Some eggs in a pile. Just like. Just fuck all of this mm-hmm. dinner making fuck stuff. All of it. Yes, then sick I'll, of it. Yeah, just if you actually if you make some make up some oatmeal and then you cover that with honey. cook an egg, mm-hmm. you know, nice, nice runny, you know, fried egg, right? Throw that in there, just kind of stir it up. There's some some peanut butter in there. Interesting. There's some spicy shit in there. Oh my god, it's so good. Sweet, spicy, and savory. Oh, yeah, oh. you're changing the. Breakfast if you take game. out the oats, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> it would probably be even better. Yeah. <laughs> the, the oats are mostly just there to kind of to, to fill it out to provide fill some, out the space. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, I've been, and recently I've been switching to. I'm trying to drink just a cup of coffee a day, so that when I want to get super jazzed, when I want to get those laser eyes, then I can actually do you, it on purpose. Yeah, now. you gotta, you gotta ride the line. But I was thinking, yeah, you know, and then what happened? What about drinking coffee in the afternoon? Yeah, that's fine. because everyone, no one's, everyone's like, do not. I always do, or did. The half life yeah. of caffeine in your bloodstream is supposedly six hours. Right. Yeah, but that's its half life. Which means it never goes away because it's a Zeno's paradox. It's an asymptote. 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 Yeah. So I don't know because that means that means twelve hours later you've got a quarter of the caffeine. Well, because I was I was thinking I was like, would you know it'd be nice because I'm doing some of this other you know art stuff or these other resolution things in the evening. If I should have one cup of coffee in the morning and then you know finish the work day, do gym stuff, maybe take like a power nap along with a cup of coffee. 
right when I get home at like five or six. Maybe have decaf because that's yeah. you know that's what it's just like a little one bit. Yeah, sixth a little, or something. Yeah, it's a significant reduction. Yeah. So just get a little bit pick me up, but be just be more alive the whole day as yeah. opposed to yeah. after cutting. Ca- so I, I now have a very just bizarre relationship with caffeine. It basically it, it, put, it either puts me to sleep or gives me a headache or cures my headaches or makes me stay awake. Just depending it's the on magical context, random wonder. It's a, <laughs> it, it dries up my eyeballs. It's just really bad. So does it ever inwetten your eyeballs? It does not. It's like mm. the one thing I wish it would do that it does not. That's do. a word, right? Inwetten. Inwetten. You just put put n in front of anything and it's a word. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. Uh, or m for like embiggen. Yeah. Why n versus m? I think it's n if it's a if it's a soft consonant and it's m if it's a hard consonant. Mm, so that's why so it's embiggened versus in. So if you want to go on a, if you want to bark on a journey, then you have to embark. Yeah, you wouldn't right. embark. That's ridiculous. Embark? No way. Embark. <laughs> no way. Uh huh. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Something about <laughs> your caffeine. Oh, yeah, caffeine. caffeine. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, uh, but what I have learned because I keep on cutting caffeine out, and then it, and then it always creeps its little insidious claws back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I've learned is that once you cut out caffeine, especially if you've been a caffeine addict for a long time, if you just cut that shit out, then you can feel it at any level. So if you drink some decaf, mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, ooh, like it kind of tingles a bit. My yeah. eyes are a little too. Exactly. I can't well, feel my ass. And that's what the problem is that, I, is that I tried to cut all of my caffeine out and then kind of replace it with decaf because I was like, you know, get, just get, get it out of there. Um, but my tolerance basically also went down. So, so that the, the end same. result comes out the same, and my only option now is just to not have any at all. Um, damn. Yeah. Well, Shit, but, but that doesn't mean actually. it'll work for you if you if what you want to do is just yeah, I want to be able to it use it like a tool and then feel alive. To, yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Also, I noticed it did even out my days. So I used to be like super jazzed in the morning, then like two p.m. I would have a hard. Well, yeah. Hard I mean, it is crash. it is a pretty wild thing to do to wake up, take some speed. Basically, right? yeah. That, yeah. That decays over time and then you say, this is what my day is going to be. The best part of my day is this moment right now. When I'm on and drugs. And I'm just going <laughs> to get more and more tired. Yep. Just yep. until yep. – I found – I found I go one cup of coffee and then it's a cup of decaf kind of like mid to late morning and then another one after lunch. Mm. That that works good. It keeps me even. Yep. And then mm-hmm. I can still sleep at night yeah. without vibrating in the bed, mm-hmm. you know. What about yeah. the uh, breakfast stuffs? Uh, I eat a banana. It's good. If that's banana. A banana if one is around. Mm-hmm. A banana banana. Yeah. Banana banana. And banana uh, means morning. Morning? morning? Yeah. yeah. Which one's tomorrow? Uh, either oi or I. Oi? Manaro. Oi is today. I don't know. Oi is, is clearly now? rusty. <laughs> it must Maybe be, we shouldn't be venturing a guess because I don't think we actually know enough no, Spanish. It must be Manaro, though, I think. Manaro. It's pretty safe. Manana is it to the morning. <laughs> Sounds totally wrong. I can't remember what it is, but it is not that. Uh, but yeah, so I, I have a, if, if there's a if there's a perfectly ripe banana, the problem is for the bananas is that their ripened state is sort of this weird transient moment. They're mostly you got, you they're mostly green them. as fuck, you know. For yep. just and for, then they're just desiccated. for weeks on it, and then there's about there's an eight second window. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and during that whole window though, they're like a little too green still. Maybe you know you're not really sure, and then all of a sudden they're they're like a perfect yellow for one mm-hmm. glorious morning. And then they start turning real brown. Mm-hmm. But then, then, there's a, then there's a surprise because you peel it and it has somehow turned into a weird gray mush mm-hmm. yeah. on two thirds of the banana. And then you're like, I mean, it is edible, but I don't want it. Yeah. I, I assume it's because, it, yeah, I, I think it just is true that 
before bananas get to you, somebody punches all of them. <laughs> <laughs> because there is no banana I've ever received that didn't have a you know, big brown mushy I used spot. to work in a grocery store. Seth and I both did. I assume that that's you were part hired of, that's, part of that's part of the yeah, job. Yeah, they'd be like, when you put those bananas out, make sure you let them know who's boss. Yeah. And really yeah. just, just sock them. Bananas you know? are very snarky. They you are. Know? You got to slap them around they before they really got really just – yeah, so, I, so the reason they're quiet when you buy them is because they've been, they've been, they've been, punched, been punched, punched, punched. Put them in line. They just can't keep their opinions to themselves. But, you know? yeah. Well, until, they, until they've been dealt with. <laughs> 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 yeah, but we'd, uh, they'd be like, hey, why don't you go punch the bunches? You know, that was yep. the – yeah, so your, your morning bunch punch. Yeah, bunch your, punch. Your yeah, morning honestly, bunch it pisses punch. me off that they. It really pisses me off that they push that job all the way down to the the distrib like the end point of yeah. the distribution chain. You know, because uh -huh. like you could have punched them earlier. Yeah, we're the yeah, problem is once you punch them, they start to dissolve. I want organic yeah. pre punched bananas. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to punch them. You know, yeah. it does seem it's like you could also that if you could just figure out the right amount of punching so that you could just you know minimize the the bruising. Like just enough to keep, them keep quiet. Them, just yep. to keep them to shut their stupid banana mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then otherwise well, you, but, well, no, this is the real problem. Mm. You're talking about getting organic pre-punched bananas. What you really want is GMO bananas that come oh, genetically punch punched. Genes. Yeah, right. So that <laughs> – Yeah. So that they grow up punched on the vine. Uh -huh. yeah. They grow on a vine, right? Banana vines. Pretty yeah. sure, yeah. So uh, that, way, that way nobody has to punch them. And now mm -hmm. those people can get back to stocking shelves and mopping mm -hmm. or – And checking people out and bagging groceries. Or <laughs> those uh, – what are those uh, – those, those shrimp, those punching shrimp? Mm, mantis yep. shrimp. Mantis shrimp. They hate bananas. They which hate, is perfect. Yeah. If you just throw them all – like get a big, big saltwater tank mm -hmm. with just tons and tons of punching mantises. Mm -hmm. or Dunk whatever. those banana bunches. Throw the well, bananas no, because they punch so hard that they shatter aquarium glass, <laughs> which yeah, means but, those but bananas think, are fucked. But the bananas are so hard before they're ripe. That's true. They're that, like hard as a rock. That's, that's true. Aquarium you got to catch them. So if you punch them before they're, before they're actually ripe, well, they're still green mm -hmm. and hard as a rock, mm -hmm. then only the – because the problem is that humans can't punch bananas hard enough. That's why you got to wait till they're ripe. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why you can't punch them until they're in the store because yep. they are suddenly ripe only in the store. They're mm -hmm. ripe. They're punchable. They're yep. ready to exactly. go. Exactly. So if you just, you need something with the strength of a mantis tree <laughs> to punch green bananas. Oh, I feel like we've solved it. Yeah. What were we talking about? Breakfast. Yes. Breakfast. Oh, yeah. So I eat a banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then a handful of of. Delicious peanuts or cashews. Which Why is that? Because he's just got a big bucket of them, and he, he just grabs a handful. Because I need a bucket in the office. It's convenient. Because I need protein and fat, and that's really the only thing you need. After that, everything else is super like vitamins. Psh, who cares? Pro tip: If you want to have a better morning, just have some protein or fat. That's all I need. Everything else keeps is just, even. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is just food confetti. Yeah. Usually, because we have <laughs> we're there to celebrate the protein. And we the have fat. free snacks here in our. Super dope yes. office. And so go downstairs, usually in the morning, grab a bag of peanuts. Yep. Free meaning we paid a lot of money for them. But yeah. they feel free. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have we to keep paying more money yes. for them. That's mm -hmm. the best kind of free. Yeah. Not getting nickel and diamond for these nuts. You we're, know? We're, just, getting, we're, just, we're getting granded. We're getting dollared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there is something more satisfying. This is something I always felt like. Like if I'm paying for insurance or whatever, I'm like, mm -hmm. I just – or a phone bill. I'm like, can I just do this all now? Yep. I pay as much as I oh, can yeah. now, get it done for like six months, yep. and then just leave me alone. Yep. Yeah. Just I get out of with, with my car insurance also. They're like, if you pay 
the, all for all six months right now, you get a hundred dollars off. Like, Shut up! I'm and like, take it. that's <laughs> what I would have done anyway. But I'll just yeah. go ahead and pretend that I wouldn't have. And mm-hmm. and uh, when they say you get a hundred dollars off, what they mean is they're not going to charge you more money later. Yeah, but it is, it is crazy actually because that Good discount framing. is what is it? it's like it's like eighteen percent or something. But who are you using? I need to get on pro- progressive auto insurance. Mm, I'm on Farmers. That's a very progressive mm. policy that they have. For it is. Yeah. I'm a, I'm now a Diamond member because I've uh, been with them because you're because you're you're carbon. Yeah, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a carbon-based mm-hmm. life form. That's for the carbon-based type of, of beings. Yep. Also, for breakfast, I eat peanut butter on toast. That's it. That's the whole thing. There you go. All right. Oh, but it is multigrain. What kind of peanut butter? Are you, are you using sweet peanut butter or? What the fuck is that? Sweet. Just the regular peanut butter. Oh, butter. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's versus, I tried to get the. I got, I got on the unsweetened train. Which you mean, a, yeah, which are which is just peanuts that are crushed that are I, I assume pre chewed, right. yeah, peanuts. and then okay. yeah, and then when you open up the jar, it's like, hey, here's a nice like bucket of peanut oil, yeah, yeah. as well, yeah, yeah, then, the then you kind of mix it. it up, and then yeah. you're like, and then yeah, it looks disgusting, it looks horrible, it does, but after having adapted to it, I actually can't eat regular peanut butter anymore because it's, it's just sweet. so sweet, it's basically well, candy, yeah, it tastes it tastes like I'm eating a Reese's peanut butter cup, yeah, yeah I'm more well, I'm working my way down because I. I'm uh, making my way downtown. Walking <laughs> 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 fast. Walking fast. Yeah. Faces uh, past in your I started back, you with know? white bread and sugar butter. I, which was I have to say, I was always butter. amused when I saw you eating like your stack of, of like, four oh, slices yeah. of white bread. I, yeah. So now I'm on. Because white bread is angel food cake. Yes. It is. So now I'm on whole grain, 15 grain, you know, just like. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just the, just the, the, brown, the brownest, heartiest of breads. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm eating it, I can I can feel the, whatever the things yeah. are on it. Basically a horse. And I'm wondering like 15 grain, like what the fuck are all these grains? Mm-hmm. I never, I didn't really keep track, but there's 15 of them. Did you yeah. read the back? They're probably on. No, I just looked at the outside edge of the crust and I'm like, yep, there's like, about there's 15. There's all of them right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to put them out there so that you know. you know. Are you getting the ones with the grains and the seeds? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good stuff. It's 15 grains, 39 seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a partridge mixed in there. It's just like ground up. Yep. So yep. it gives you extra. <laughs> yeah. So I got that now. And I mean, so I mean two slices, right? So I'm not, I'm instead of like four slices of angel food cake covered in sugar <laughs> butter. Now I'm on two slices of whole grain bread yeah. covered in sugar butter. Mm-hmm. So then my next phase now regular is, is regular, regular peanut yeah, butter. Yeah. It is actually. Yeah. So that's the, when I was talking about my, my, my egg in oatmeal mm-hmm. with peanut butter. It's the unsweetened, just regular old peanut mm-hmm. butter. Oh, because you're using peanut butter like you get in various kinds of like Asian dishes and stuff. You know, yeah. The first time I had peanut butter in a savory meal when I was, you know, in college probably because I didn't know that that was a thing you were allowed mm-hmm. to do. Uh, I was very confused, but now it's one of my absolute favorite yeah. things in the whole fucking universe. Delicious. It is. It is. It is now so. It's almost kind of sad that I missed so much of my life not eating peanut butter and savory food. But you had to, you had to have that to appreciate. Exactly, it's part of the grind. Yep, it's part of the grind. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, does all this talk about peanut butter does make me wonder who uses crunchy peanut butter and for what? Only complete maniacs. I think it's you cannot spread it on anything. No, Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. and if you want it crunchy, just put some peanuts in your peanut butter. Yep, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not on the train. But again. What well, problem is that solving? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I used to think I wanted crunchy peanut butter. So I was, like, I was like, this sounds great. And then I got it and then I tried to spread it and it just turned into a weird ball of yep. peanuts. Yeah, you can't stuck together it. with peanut butter. That's true. That's my main complaint. I think eating it's fine. I really care about but that. But you don't like if you're, if you're eating good bread though. So bread that already has nuts all over, seeds and seeds and grains. Yeah, and there's, there's, be, probably, yeah, there's, there's probably peanuts some in, there. in there. There should be yeah. some texture. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Like the So I think it's for people who are still eating angel food cake and who toast the ever living fuck out of it so it's just like black and charred and hard as a rock so you can spread you can spread that on it mm-hmm. then that's that's the market segment I think there you go yes so, pe- <laughs> so people eat burnt angel food cake for breakfast this has been an enlightening breakfast discussion yeah I feel like we solved a lot of problems we really today. got in there at, at minimum we learned some things yeah. alright next question comes from Anonymous Anarnium 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 mouse Anarnium says Do packages come In any other Platonic solids Besides the cube In Crashlands We have the package The package is the thing That you are Tasked with delivering Because you're a delivery person Who delivers Packages Mm -hmm. Yeah In Levelhead You're training GR18 To deliver packages As well And the packages Are the same ones From Crashlands Mm -hmm. Which begs the question are there, are there other, other shapes of package or do they all look the same? They uh, they are all the same shape because their inside is like a TARDIS. Yep. So yeah, you can put so. anything in there and they found that that was sort of the optimized shape for being able to easily store ship and deliver them. Yes. They can stack them. Now yeah. there is a rumor that the Bureau has been working on spherical packages. Yeah. These, are the, these are the plutonic shaped ones. Right. Which are optimal for what rolling. Is, what is plutonic? Well, so he, no, he, said, he said Platon. So it's like Plato's sort of like ideal forms and, you know, it's, it's old, old timey, okay. you know, old, old timey philosophy. I've heard of this. Yeah. I've heard of this. So Plutonic is shaped like the planet, former planet exactly. Pluto. That was where they were So like, he's talking about plate, the Platonic, which is right. So right. Whatever. But we're talking Plutonic now for the, the mm-hmm. spherical ones, mm-hmm. just like right. the, the planetoid. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Got it. There's also dog shaped Plutonic ones, but those are copyright mm-hmm. issues yeah, with Disney. We can't touch that. So, you know. Yep. And they don't roll as well. No. Because they really they're shaped not. like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Very good for Monopoly pieces though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Real nice. So, so there, there may be some rollable round packages in the mm-hmm. works, but we don't know. We don't we know, know anything about that. I don't know if they'll finish them in time. Yeah. Is. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Serrator. As a tester, I was thinking edge cases. So about the level head QAQ, is a player allowed to have more than one level in QA at the same time? If yes, are all of those bumped up in the queue equally by playing levels of other players? P.S. Very entertaining and educational podcast. Thanks for that. Smiley face Hello. without a nose. Good. Thank you for Thank that. you. So, <laughs> yes, uh, you can have multiple levels in queue. So, again, just to back up on this, how this whole system works, uh, if you build a level in level head and then you publish it up to the community to play, it, instead of going straight into the, you know, the pile of levels that are published, it first goes into QA. And if you want to get it out of QA, you basically need to play some levels and then put some of your exposure bucks that you earn from playing other people's levels in the QA basement onto your level. So the question is, what happens if you have multiple levels? Do they all split evenly? Do they somehow waterfall? What's the situation? Uh, we had a big discussion about this to try to figure it out. Um, what we came up with was that you basically all you do is you just click and hold on a level and it'll start dumping in your exposure bucks. So you can sort of selectively do it, which means that if you get a bunch of you know, exposure bucks and you can split them up evenly if you want. You can be like, I like this level most. I just want to get this one through, etc. You can also see when you go into QA, the levels are at the top. So you can actually see how much exposure bucks are sort of required to be, you know, really at the top yeah. of, the, of the stack. So you can be like, okay, I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to put a bunch of just into one so I can get this one out and then do that sort of thing. So it ends up becoming this weird little mini game of sorts, uh, which is really fun. 
little bidding war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. You get, you get to, de- for now, you get to decide. For now. Presumably be, people are going to hack the shit out of this thing yeah, and yeah. ruin everybody else's experience. And then mm-hmm. we'll have to come up with an alternative. Yeah. The alternative will be to put all those people in jail. Yep. We actually talked about what it would be like yep. to put it, make an in-game jail. But if we detected that a person was doing something bad, we just put them in there. Yeah. They would boot up their game and they're just looking out through, through bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're all, all their, all the main menus gone, whatever. All there is, is there's a character there standing at the bar. There's in jail now. And you can just and ask them how, how dare much, you. you can just ask them how much longer you're in jail for. And that's yep. all you can do. In so the it's game. just got a countdown timer on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And every now and then your character will sigh. That's also mm-hmm. one of the features yep. that we wanted to work on. And then say, why am I like this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we're working on mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. Actually, probably the probably most to say is I didn't even do anything. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can I actually, got, I got banned for no reason. We can add some dialogue <laughs> options so that you can make your case to the guard, which right. your case will be either. I got banned for no reason. I didn't do anything. Yep. Um, everybody else was doing it. So it's fine. Or mm-hmm. this is the internet. This is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the internet. Information wants to be free. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll, freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you some dialogue options so you can make your, you can say the exact things that you would say. Yeah. But now, and now you don't, context. now we don't have to hear it. So yeah. Yeah. that'll be really nice for us. All right. Next question comes from Farseer. What are your B. Scotch Stradamus predictions for which of Adam's body parts will fail next? <laughs> It's a good question. Is your, good question. Is your quest for self-improvement mm. actually a mission to shed your mortal coils and ascend before Adam falls apart? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I guess I should probably give first give a status report on where I'm at right now. Because yeah, okay, I haven't got? reported all of the new things. So now I've got my lower back is fucked. Why? What did you do? When did this happen? What didn't you do? I'm just alive. And just I think you need more muscles on your back. Yeah, I've been working on that, and that seems to have made it worse, actually. But, you know, whatever. Well, in the short term. In the short term, it's always dark. I'm I'm going to continue working on it. If I learned learned anything from physical therapy, it's that all your problems are because of how weak you are. Generally, yeah. Just generally. I think that's probably true. So from now on, both sort of like emotionally. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And physically. Right. So from, yeah. now, from now on, I identify a physical problem. I'm just going to go exercise the things that are around that problem. And then uh, either that'll kill me because that was a bad idea yep. or it'll fix it, you know? Because either way, problem solved. Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> unless, way, you're, not feeling, you're not hurt anymore. Yeah. Unless you're in really terrible, terrible pain or something is obviously very broken. Medicine can't fix it. So, so I kind of feel like, and obviously this is not medical advice because this would be terrible medical advice. Mm-hmm. But from, for me personally, anytime something hurts now. I just have to go either try to hurt it worse or cure it in the process. Mm-hmm. Because if I hurt it worse, then I can get treatment. Mm, I see. And if I don't, I will have already treated it. And By then it's, it's a win-win sort of situation. So I just want to point out that you guys gave me a lot of shit when I had got food poisoning and then ate a giant burrito <laughs> to try to undo it. Uh-huh. This seems like the same I sort feel of logic. like I was maybe on the right track with that. Uh-huh. You've been vindicated. Yeah. You know, took it, a couple of years. It took a couple of years, but science finally caught up. <laughs> Yes. If you get food poisoning, uh, what you got to do is you got to push the poison through your body. Yeah. Yes. With a burrito. Yep. Yeah. It's basically a, it's a burrito cleanse. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a burrito plunge. Like it kind of, it kind of <laughs> yeah. just pushes, it pushes it through. Uh-huh. Right, right. And if it, and if you're still feeling poisoned, Got to get another burrito in there. Keep, down. You got to keep pushing the, it keep down. the pressure mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just know? make sure there isn't new poison in the new burritos. So wait, what's the status the report on your okay, so, various so lower back, right? That's 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 one of them. And I've got my left wrist. Oh, that's actually been slowly improving. So I think that might that okay. might be on its way out. 
but also in the past few days in between two of my knuckles on my left hand has been a burning sensation. Mm. So that's new. Oh, that's new. Yeah, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think is that because of that's the, all of it? Is that because of the third degree burn on your hand? No, that's on my right hand. Oh, yeah. So that's all. all right. That's all fun. <laughs> um, but that was intentional. It's all. It's all. Yeah. You know, removing and actually, it's not a third degree burn because it was using liquid nitrogen. So I don't know. It's a, it's third a negative third cool. degree. Yeah. Third, third it's a negative third degree breeze. burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, is a zero degree burn just kind of being alive? Is that just regular? Skin? I think that's if you if you if you tell a bad joke at someone's expense. Yeah, but it's like doesn't actually work. Yeah, it's like an emotional burn yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yourself. <laughs> so what, what do you think? What's the next part of you that appears so to be failed? So clearly, my my skeletal system. Mm. is a real shit piece mm-hmm. which is really not how i thought things were gonna go you know mm-hmm. like i've got some other shit pieces you know but but apparently it's my skeletal system you got the bones so i think mm-hmm. uh that's what they call it a case of the bones he's got the bones his bones are the, just not doing shit bones yeah they're not doing bone yeah. stuff so my guess is uh because it seems to my left arm is really problematic and then my spine so it's probably related it's frankly but, uh, I th- if you get burning sensations in your left arm and your spine, no, but it's, it's like up. between my knuckles. Those I'm pretty sure that's a like a ulnar thing. thing. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, who knows? Oh. Um, and the thing on my wrist definitely feels like a muscle thing. So it's part of your thing for this year, trying to get this kind of like contained. Yeah, that's part of the thing. So either I'm going to continue to just deteriorate in my muscles, musculoskeletal mm-hmm. system. Uh, and my, my bet is that now that my left arm's all fucked up, my, my it's my, now my right arm, right arm's mm, turn. So, okay. That's so the, if I'm going to make predictions, it's my right arm's going to continue. Right, the question is and like, my hot butt's coming back. That's my guess. It hasn't yet. But it's coming? But my guess is it's coming. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So what you got to do is you got to, you got to muscle up so you can bone yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yes. true. Actually, yeah. If you lift weights, yeah, you're, you're boning yourself. You're going to, you're bone- you get extra bones from yeah. lifting. Yeah. Yep. That's so. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. And I'm gonna eat a lot more cheese to uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> for, for calcium, you know, because like, oh, because okay. milk, milk, whatever. It's fine. Sorry, I, I was guess. just like it seems like very tangentially related. <laughs> you could also do soy milk. You can that eat has a lot good of calcium too. Does it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Same as milk. Is you it also added, just, is it added to it? Yep. You can nice. also take a you know multivitamin. Those are good. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's something less satisfying about just eating pills, though. Yeah, it's not That's food. why you get the gummy vitamins. Then you get to eat true. pills. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. Those are I do satisfying. Those. I love those things. Yeah. I do this. My, that's my daily fiber intake is, is those fiber gummies. Mm-hmm. And apparently that bowl of weird oatmeal egg uh, dove. Yeah. That's thing. not a daily one, but that's very good. It does mm-hmm. help. Yeah. So there we go. So we're yeah. thinking because your right arm is fine, that's that's the next. That's next. the next problem. And then because my back is already fucked – it's going to continue to get more fun. We should do some deadlifts in the gym today. That's probably not going to that'll, be good. That'll get you right, right as rain. <laughs> yep. That's the burrito on burrito situation. Yeah, here. That'll probably make my back just fold in half. Yep. But in a good way. But it'll no, be I don't a, think so. You have to fold in half to do a deadlift. So I mean, like backwards though. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to fold in half. <laughs> you got to fold in half before you can fold in, in, in the whole way. You know? It's like you got yep. to walk before you can run. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Life is all about folding. You gotta yep. fold in half before you can fold in whole. That's right. Yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll leave it with that word of <laughs> wisdom. We're off to a great twenty grind team. Twenty grind team. Love the work. Get shit done. Mm-hmm. Buckle down. Stop sharpen your nose. Quit Sharp- being weak. Buckle up. 
Buckle uh, down. Just, buckle. Can you buckle? What other directions can you buckle? You can buckle anywhere. There's a buckle. You can buckle in. Buckle in. Buckle down. Buckle up. Mm-hmm. Because it's 20 grind teen. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. We'd like to thank, oh, for this year, even. Whoa. Yeah. But I guess this is coming out in 2019, so never mind. Yep. We'd like to thank... <laughs> We'd like to thank our producer, Fat Bard, for making us sound good. Thanks to our community moderators who keep our Discord running. If you'd like to get more involved in the Butterscotch community, go to discord.gg slash bscotch. Come say hello. If you'd like to adorn your body with Butterscotch merch, we have a shop over at shop.bscotch.net. If you'd like to send us something, we have a mailbox, which you can find the address for at mailbox.bscotch.net. And last but not least, if you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee and help keep the podcast going, you can do so over at moneygrab.bscotch.net. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Good. Actually, you know, before I say before I say goodbye, we could just tell people to go to podcast.bscotch.net because I'm pretty sure all of those links are there. Mm. Are they? I think so. Are you sure we want people to see that? <laughs> <laughs> podcast.bscotch.net. You got to rebuild that sometime. That's a fair question. But if more people are going to it, I'll have more of an impetus to actually, you know. To replace mm. it. All right. Go to podcast.bscotch.net. Yeah. There's links. Yeah. And then and then complain at me about how ugly it is so that I feel real bad and then therefore have to go fix it. Yeah. Hopefully we get a big influx of questions for next week that's like, why is this site Here's so what I ugly? Want. Everybody yeah. just send an email to podcast at bscotch.net and just tell us how hideous that website is. And then Sam will forward those to me. As creatively as possible. Yeah. I'll let Adam know. I'll be crying in the corner. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you'll get to fucking and work. Replace- <laughs> Ideally, we could, we could sort of trickle them out on a schedule. So every day, Adam just gets three new emails. Ooh, yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. About how Stack them up. Do your part. It's 2019. Do your part. Yeah. Send, send an email. That's just part of the grind. Yeah. Every day, you got to send us an email about how ugly belittling the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.